T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. WTIC News Talk 1080. Another number from the polls. 69% of people who call themselves strong Republicans. 69% of strong Republicans say they feel like strangers in the United States. Does that describe you? Do you feel like a stranger? If you're a conservative voter, over what has transpired in political shifts in mainstream culture in the country. 860-522-9842. If, if opinions change gradually over time, naturally, organically, honestly, bottom up, I don't see uh, what the big deal is compared to what we have now which is a political party that mobilizes conflict and pushes us apart. And then in partnership with the media tries to make the, the new and the aberrant and the outrageous seem like a norm. And they've been doing this for decades and it's starting to work which is why I think 69% of people feel like outsiders. 860-522-9842. Cora, hello there, calling from Windsor. Yes, uh, I wanted to talk about the warehouses. I wish you would. <laughs> um, yeah, I live in Windsor, and of course I think Windsor's uh, probably the capital of Connecticut for warehouses. Um, I know people uh, who... Uh, border the warehouses um, are upset. You know, they're huge buildings. Obviously, there is truck, a lot of truck traffic. Mm-hmm. Um, however, people who object to warehouses, one, need to stop shopping online. That might help. Uh, don't have expectations that everything you want will be available in one or two days. And when you're buying a home, you should 
get to that planning and zoning uh, department in town to, to see if your house borders on an industrial zone property. Yes. A, a lot of the property in, in Windsor is no longer farmed as um, shade-grown tobacco, but it was industrial property. So um, they have a legal right to develop that property. Um, but do you know where that right ends? Or so, so well, is, are these legitimate complaints and legitimate rulings against the well, development? Well, oh, yeah. But, I'm sorry. But Hold think, on a sec, Cora. It's the Todd Feinberg Show, live from the NJ Diet Studios on WTIC News Talk 1080. Yeah, WTIC. I'm sorry, sorry, Cora, to interrupt you like that. But we were talking about the warehouse issue in South Windsor, and I was asking where you think the side of right is. Well, first of all, the local zoning boards um, have to abide by some state laws. And one, one of the things I believe that the local people have to do is that they have to prove that the development endangers their health and safety. Mm-hmm. And I've watched many of the um, zoning board meetings in, in town here in Windsor, and um, it's very difficult. That is very, very difficult to prove. I mean, people have hired their own experts, you know, for traffic and and like that. It's a very difficult thing to prove. Yes, but if you've got the opportunity, so if the law says that if you can prove it's, uh, what is it, health and safety? Yeah, health and safety, yeah. If you, can, if you can make an argument and the politicians feel pressured because there's a lot of residents upset about it, then you start getting rulings going in favor of the residents, right? Uh, well, you could, but then uh, the developer has the, will sue. Has yes. the right to and that's where we because, are right now with the yes, yes yes that's that's what's going that's what's going on right now yeah. so I mean it's not just a, something that you don't you know even if it wasn't a warehouse let's just say it was some other business um, you have to it's very difficult to deny a developer if they are zone building in the zoning you know it's zoned for them. And they, um, you know, are going to meet other uh, local regulations, like maybe the height of the building or so many parking spaces. I mean, people people need to get educated. There are two important boards: Board of Education and the Zoning and uh, Planning and Zoning Boards. Those are the two most important things in the town. Mm-hmm. I don't object to. <laughs> Uh, this is. I don't object to the warehouses. Number one, I live in a little neighborhood that's all developed, but they don't bring children, so it's not going to overtax my school system. Um, but anyhow, I, I understand that people are upset. They're upset here in Windsor also because um, Thoreau was a had huge farms, shade tobacco. And they don't grow shade tobacco anymore. It's a whole new world. Cora, thank you for the call. It's great to hear from you. 860-522-9842. Joining us now is Jeff Park. And Jeff, is he's been here a couple of times. He's running for state representative in the 108th 
14th District. Hello there, Jeff. Hello, Todd. Uh, good to talk to you once again. Nice to have you here. Tell us again about your uh, your crusade right now. My crusade is to uh, help break the ship of state here in Connecticut. I'm running for a state rep position in the 118th District, which is uh, most of western Milford. And it's a challenge. Uh, there is a one-term incumbent Democrat who's um, basically... Uh, basically been uh, involved in town politics for a long time, so uh, you know it's going to be a tough battle, but I'm hoping that this can be the red wave year and the uh, coattails run right down here and with a strong campaign and good support from your listeners, we can get it done. So, Jeff, you wanted to talk about the EPA ruling in the Supreme Court a couple of weeks ago? Uh, uh, yeah, uh, there's a couple of points I'd like to make. You know, this has been a very interesting last month in terms of the decisions that the Supreme Court has put out. I think the one that is perhaps underappreciated is West Virginia versus the EPA. In my uh, essential, essentially all of my adult life, I've been a strict observer of government, governmental policy, and the Constitution. And this decision is the first pushback I've seen in my life that in any way tends to restrict or work to restrict the growth and reach of government. Administrative agencies are like self-inclined to grow and expand power. Have you ever, will you ever hear of an administrative agency saying, oh, we're done, that was our task to do this, we're finished, we can move on now. And and next year we want to see how we can shrink our employment, our workforce, and cut our budget. Right. Uh, that, if anyone ever hears that, they're uh, in the <laughs> twilight zone. So a little background on this, uh, this ruling. In 2010, roughly, uh, the, the, maybe a year or two off, the EPA ruled that CO2 was a pollutant. And I actually had written an op-ed, that's 12 years ago now, where I was just flabbergasted that CO2 could be called a pollutant. Uh, as you've discussed previously, CO2 is everywhere. We exhale CO2, plant, inhale, I guess you could say. They uh, consume CO2 and, uh, and release oxygen, which we need. If CO2 was really a pollutant, a pollutant like dioxin or whatever kind of horrible pollutant, DDT, whatever needs to be banned, uh, I have some ideas. Let's ban soda, carbonated H2O, carbonated water, and we have to ban dry ice because that's carbon dioxide just releasing into the atmosphere. Yeah, well, this, the soda one's a little more common, so I, I think that's maybe a more compelling argument. I've never heard anyone raise that before, but that's brilliant. Yeah, but uh, that doesn't fit with the narrative. Uh, the liberal controllers who want to control our life uh, through the governmental action, uh, it doesn't meet their ideological needs. They need to ban uh, fossil fuels. So really, that's the linchpin. Anything that can work toward banning fossil fuels and move us toward a wind power and solar energy agenda is uh, is really their total total objective. But Jeff, if we uh, if I can push back a little bit, playing devil's advocate, e- even if uh, even if it's a natural substance that is vital and everywhere in our atmosphere in, in around the Earth. Uh, CO2 could be in certain circumstances. This is the theory of climate change, that too much of it in in the atmosphere is destructive. If that were, for the sake of argument, if that point is valid, 
then wouldn't it be fair still to call it a pollutant, even though it's only in certain circumstances? It's a discussion that would probably be worth uh, pushing forward. But let me make another observation. This was an op-ed I had contemplated writing, but I never brought it to fulfillment. If, if the CO2 uh, uh, impetus for warming the planet is that it's building up in the atmosphere and every day there's a little more captured uh, sunlight energy, mm-hmm. then the warming of the planet would be, uh, it would never reverse. It would be a continuous increase in temperature as this greenhouse effect just marches on from day to day, month to month, and year to year. Mm-hmm. There would never be, there could not be a pause or even a uh, momentary reversal. So I think there's some uh, logic to discussing the uh, real impact of the atmosphere. There could never be a reversal of what? The symptoms? Is that what you're saying? Of the trend. But measured how? If the gases cause a greenhouse effect, which increases the global temperatures, that can never be reversed. But how how do you measure that? You're bumping into the same the same problem the advocates have, which is they can't actually tell us to what degree we're experiencing natural climate shifts or climate change theory ones. Well, here we get into the uh, reliability of computer predictions. Uh, It's based entirely on, or I should say the accuracy is based entirely on the assumptions you put in and the computational models. And as we've talked about before, it's uh, difficult to predict the weather a day from now, and to talk about something that's going to occur years into the future is uh, at least subject to great question. Jeff Parkin is running for state representative in Milford. You're new to Milford, but not to Connecticut, right, Jeff? That's correct. I've lived in Connecticut for uh, on, on a 50 years. I've lived in Milford now for one year and loving it here in Milford. I hope everybody in Milford's listening. And you're a pilot, and how do you describe yourself career-wise? Well, I spent 28 years as an airline pilot, but uh, when I got out of college, I was a nuclear engineer. And when I got out of college, the airlines were in a downturn as they go through wild uh, business cycles. So I never thought of going to the airlines, but I was always a pilot. Then uh, the, in the 80s, the airlines turned around. The company I worked for uh, was on hard times, so I uh, jumped to the airlines. But my, my academic love is engineering, and so that's why I've taken these issues on seriously from an analytical standpoint. So is this engineering, is climate change engineering, or is it science? <laughs> well, it has to fall under the realm of science. I don't see how it's engineering uh, to the extent that the mechanics and dynamics of the atmosphere are at best poorly understood. But it's science because it's nature operating and doing science's things. Yeah. All right, so let's get back uh, to the the uh, Supreme Court ruling, unless you had something you wanted to say first. Uh, no, there were a couple of um, short quotes from the, the ruling, from the opinion, that I'd like to uh, kind of put in focus why this is such an important ruling going forward. Uh, On the majority decision uh, authored by Roberts, the EPA claimed to discover an unheralded power, which discovery allowed it to adopt a regulatory program that 
Congress specifically declined to enact. So Congress has refused to enact on one part of uh, the, one of the details involved in the case. Congress did not act, so the EPA found a new power to take on issue. In one, and this is another quote from Roberts, in EPA's view, Congress implicitly tasked it, the EPA, and it balancing the many vital considerations of national policy implicated in the regulation of how Americans get energy. So they've taken on an enormous task of their own choosing. So now, since you're running for state legislature in, uh, in Connecticut, and this doesn't directly apply to a particular policy, but it does apply to the nature of lawmaking and the nature of our democratic systems, the idea that individuals should be represented in their government by people who they have selected for that job. And and so so the argument about these agencies is interesting because, to me, you you want to minimize the decision making the range of decisions and the magnitude of decisions being made by unelected people and the argument from the other side is you need the unelected people because they can understand the complexities of the modern world and congress has explicitly delegated that authority to the big bureaucracies what are your thoughts on this well, I have a couple of thoughts. Uh, let me give you one quote from um, Gorsuch's concurring opinion. He says, when an agency claims power to regulate vast swaths of American life, it not only risks intruding on Congress's power, it also risks intruding on the powers reserved to the states. Now, uh, in nowhere in this opinion is the Tenth Amendment specifically mentioned, but this is the first a reading I've seen uh, in a long time where the Tenth Amendment and the, the authority granted to the states is brought to into focus a little bit. And he points out that Kagan's dissenting opinion, there's a quote where she says, we should not be unduly concerned with the Constitution's assignment of legislative power to Congress. Now, that is powerful. The dissent's opinion is that we don't really need to think be concerned about the Constitution and how they legislate power. We'll just let the agencies do what they think is We can ignore these foundational premises of how our country was formed. Right. Now, Connecticut, let's start. Sorry, about we just have uh, 30 seconds left, Jeff, so we've got to wrap up. So give us a closing okay. thought. Um, uh, one thing that I think this brings into focus is the overreach of agencies, and mm -hmm. we uh, have to hope that Connecticut's agencies might take a look back and say, see if we in this state are somehow overreaching and not actually representing the citizens of the state. And uh, since we're running short on time, let me just point out that there's an intellectual point of view that all regulations from Congress are illegal or unconstitutional. You've probably heard the expression, regulations have the force of law. Mm -hmm. Well, that's interesting because they're not law. They are interpreted as having the force of law. The Constitution grants lawmaking authority to Congress, not to the regulators. So well, that's an important distinction. Jeff, we've got to wrap it up. Thank you, sir. Jeff Parkin running for state rep in Milford. Go to Parkin, P-A-R-K-I-N-F-O-R, Parkin for 118 
Com. Thanks for being here. Good to talk with you. Jeff, we'll do it again soon. Let's get ourselves a traffic update. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. If your day sounds like... We need the report ASAP. You deserve Medela. If you've persevered through... You deserve this rich golden lager with a crisp but refreshing taste. Or if you overcame... Two more reps, two more. You deserve this ice-cold reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. something from the Todd Feinberg Show? Listen to the podcast on WTIC.com slash podcast. Yes, indeed, Friday afternoon. Don't forget, 5 o'clock hour is order up. That is our food and restaurant hour we end the week with. 860-522-9842. Let's get another couple of rants in. If we can do that, please. Hello, Todd John here, uh, July 2-2. What is the difference exactly between an AR-15 taking out angels or a doctor taking out angels? Listen to John here. John has this brilliant streak. This is... A wonderful rhetorical twist to make a point. Yes, I would like to know. All these marches, people yelling and screaming about this, that, and the other thing. What is the difference between an AR-15 taking out a child, an angel, or someone choosing to have a doctor take out an angel? There is no difference. Thank you very much for your time, sir. Is that not brilliant? Come on, tell the truth. 
I believe that is brilliant work on the part of John. And thank you for that, sir, for that. that that's just wonderful. Hey, Todd, Tom had a clip of uh, AOC being all PO'd because somebody was complimenting on her looks and whatnot. She's all offended. Oh, this is AOC, AOC, offended. I, I, one thing I can say about AOC, you know, beauty fades, but stupid lasts forever. <laughs> we will see, I think. We will see. 860-522-9842. Rant line number 860-751-4698. We're going to the BPS Lawyers Traffic Center. I'm the bad guy. Duh. Now, back to the Todd Feinberg Show, live from the NJ Diet Studios on WTIC News Talk 1080. In just a moment, Dominic Rapini will be here running for Secretary of State. Just going to get another rant in before we do that. Here we go. Here we go. This is uh, from Chicago. Hi, Todd. This is Candace from uh, Rockford, Illinois area. And I uh, wanted to respond to the caller that complained about there being too many commercials on your show. I want to complain not about too many commercials because you said that's how you get paid, and I definitely want you to get paid. But uh, uh, the commercials that I hear are things like vacation in Wisconsin. Well, we already do that. We're doing that next week. Uh, then they had a PSA about moving over when there's police activity on the right shoulder. So I don't know that you're getting paid for PSAs, right? And then the next was for this tiny, teeny little airline that um, I just really don't know that I want to put my life in their hands. What what I like to do, and one of the reasons that I listen to radio outside of my area is because I want to know how other people live. I want to hear what Connecticut buys and sells, and um, that's one of the reasons I listen to radio. So I think it's a big mistake to make me, not that you're responsible for this, but I guess Odyssey is, that uh, I have to listen to commercials that really don't appeal to me. So I'd rather listen to the ones that pay your salary. So anyway, that's my rant for today. Well, thank you for that, Candice. Let's just review the complaints. Are things like vacation in Wisconsin. Well, we already do that. We're doing that next week. Well, that makes you perfect because you're already, they're trying to divert money you're already spending. So that's a great ad targeted for you specifically, Candace. How about that? Uh, then they had a PSA about moving over when there's police activity on the right shoulder. Important uh, PR for the station, perhaps, to support local government so i don't know that you're getting paid for psa's right not directly but sometimes you have to do that you know corporate has to do their thing and one more complaint and then the next was for this tiny teeny little airline that um, i just really don't know that i want to put my life in their hands sometimes if you want to go to those special spots in wisconsin candace you have to get on the puddle jumpers and take your chances live dangerously please Rant line number 860-751-4698. Dominic Rapini joins us now, candidate for Secretary of the State. Hello there, Dominic. Hey, Todd. Hey, I hope I'm getting worried that one from, uh, from Rockford, Illinois, is going to complain about my commercial. 
Uh, she didn't mention them. I guess that means that they sounded appropriate to her. Yeah, I think I dodged a bullet there. <laughs> well, hey, congratulations. What's that? I said thanks for having me today. Oh, pleasure to have you here. So you wanted to talk about uh, nursing home voting and how that works? Yeah, I think this is a very important development this week that I think your listeners need to understand. Um, the uh, the Emergency Powers Act, uh, Ned Lamont, for a second time, has, um, has canceled all supervised voting in nursing homes in Connecticut. And what that means is, traditionally, we've had an established process where, you know, a Republican and a Democratic registrar or their deputies would go into nursing homes and help these folks vote and supervise their vote. These are large elections. They sworn an oath to the Constitution, and they're there to make sure that uh, these these folks are able to vote correctly the way they want to, and not you know in the you know it not face coercion or influ- undue influence from other people. And so that right has been eliminated uh, under the auspices of COVID. And I I just think this is wrong. And um, I, what I've seen in 2020. And I'm seeing my people who are responding to me on Twitter today tell me these horror stories about how their parents who, or their loved ones, or people with whom they had the power of attorney, um, were voting in 2020 when they were on feeding tubes, or they were not—they didn't have the cognitive ability to, to even vote. And um, and I think this this opens up a whole opportunity for people to uh, you know to be coercive and to. Uh, you know, and to destroy the sacred right of privacy for for voting. Particularly with senior citizens, there are sometimes, I, I don't know what's allowed, but I would think sometimes senior citizens need to be, have a caretaker, for example, be with them while they're voting. And there must be protocols that need to be enforced for things like that. Do you know anything about that? Well, you know, so I know as an election day moderator that there are sometimes voters come in and they do need assistance. But even as an election official, I can't, you know, I can't look at their ballot and help them fill it out. I just mm-hmm. explain to them, you know, you have to fill it, decide who you want to vote for. You got to completely fill out this bubble. Uh, then they give it to us in a folder and we help them vote. If they're beyond that and they, they can't recognize or uh, even acknowledge what's going on with the process, they, by state law, they should not be voting. And at least we've seen before that people who normally would be designated as ineligible to vote because of a cognitive failure they have voted uh wisconsin just you know they're in the middle of a lawsuit in wisconsin where all of a sudden they're having a 90 percent or higher voting rate in nursing homes normally it's about 70 percent. that means a lot of people are voting that normally uh shouldn't be allowed to and well 70 percent yeah. is already high 90 percent is outrageous yes yeah, the national average is 66 70 percent you know for people in the nursing homes probably pretty good it's about it's always been 90% is, is out of control in, in, um, in Wisconsin. And I don't know what the rate is here in Connecticut. I just know that we have 20,000 people right now that are going to be voting uh, in this primary. And the only person to supervise them is going to be the person that runs bingo on Thursday night. And this is not the way our, this is not way our system is set up. It seems uh, like an election rigging scheme. Well, it, you know, I... I listen. I, I try. I'm trying not to be cynical, uh, but I, I I really feel like this is a dry run for November. Um, I don't think it's necessary. We can. It, when I'm the Secretary of State of this state, 
I would I would be able to I would make sure that we push back on these uh, these type of ideas. I would be an independent thinker, and at minimum, you just set it up so that you, the election workers going in take a COVID test, wear a mask, do the things that we've been doing, uh, you know, for the last two years. I mean, we know how to do this, and um, it, there's no, it's inexcusable that he's uh, going to keep these people out of the. Um, the supervisory role uh, for these elections. We're talking about 20,000 people are going to vote unsupervised. That's it. They're breaking the chain of custody and they're, and they're destroying any opportunity for privacy. Many of these people uh, really should have and, and entitled to. We're talking to Dominic Rapini. He's running for secretary of the state. What's your website, Dominic? Yeah. Dominic for CT.us. And um, that's my, also my social media handles on true social, uh, you know, all the uh, Twitter and, and Facebook. Please go in there and read my statement on this. Um, let you, if you have loved ones uh, in a nursing home, tell the administrators that you want to be the designated uh, supervisor for their voting. And you don't want them voting uh, with any stranger from the facility. Take care of your loved ones and don't let them, don't let them be the, the victims of, a, of a, what could easily be called uh, elder abuse. Dominic, anything else you can tell us before you go or you want to share with us about the campaign? Well, you know, there's a big, big change in the campaign in the last 24 hours. Um, originally, we had three candidates for Secretary of State. Uh, one, of the, uh, the sec- one of the candidates yesterday dropped out of the race. Um, and uh, the gentleman, Brock Weber, from um, Wilcott, who's a, a fine candidate, very good political operative, uh, he decided that it was best for him to uh, not continue the race. And so uh, that leaves Dominic Rapini and, uh, and Roe A on August 9th. So that's a big deal. Does that, how does that change the way you look at the race? Well, you know what? I, it doesn't change anything for me. We're gonna, I'm, I, right now I'm going to Darien, Connecticut. I'm going to be walking the fireworks with a couple thousand people. And uh, I'm going to meet voters everywhere I can. So I'm, I'm not going to relax. I'm not going to take my feet off the, uh, the pedal. Uh, in fact, I'm, I'm just going to work harder and harder and earn, earn the vote. And I ask everybody to get out and vote on August 9th. But I think uh, in terms of running a campaign, it's cleaner just for the thinking. I understand your day-to-day activities are the same thing. You need to go out there and win votes for yourself. But there's something nice about a binary where it's me against that guy, and, and, and then it's cleaner for the voters to try to understand. I would think it yeah, makes it easier for you to make your pitch. It is easy. It is easier for me to make my pitch, but I'm really not changing anything. We're right now. I've got one eye on the general campaign. It's going to be this is going to be a generational opportunity for the Republican Party in Connecticut, and I'm going to do everything I can to make this successful for us. So, I mean, I'm out meeting voters, not just Republicans, and uh, and all I talk about is Dominic Rapini. That's all they need to know, and my background and uh, what I'm going to bring to the table. And Dominic, what do they talk about? What is top of mind for the people you're meeting? But, but the, the voters? Yes. Yeah, I'm telling you right now, a lot of voters are concerned about election integrity. They're worried about the polls not closing at 8 o'clock. They're worried about uh, missing ballots showing up, you know, in the trunk of someone's car. Um, they're worried about people, even, you know, using a Costco card to, to vote instead of a, 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 a government ID. I mean, these things are troubling to a lot of people. In fact, 90% of all Americans have some concern about election integrity. So they want somebody who's going to hold people accountable and is going to bring some adult supervision into Hartford. Dominic Rapini, Dominic4CT.US, correct? Yes, sir.
Thanks for being here, Dominic. Thanks, Todd. God bless you, and everyone have a tremendous weekend. I'll, I'll be all over Connecticut this weekend. Hopefully I'll run into you. <laughs> have fun. We'll talk to you again soon. That's Dominic Ruffini, Secretary of State, Dominic 4 ctus 860-522-9842. More rants, please. Uh, yes, good afternoon, Todd. This is uh, Wayne from Meriden. Um, I got uh, something to say about that um, that famous clarinetist running for USN against uh, a Vietnam veteran wannabe uh, who misspoke about that and was never a Vietnam vet and insulted, insulted the rest of us uh, Vietnam combat wounded veterans. We had Leora Levy at one of our uh, meetings the other night, our CCDL, Connecticut Citizens Defense League, which is a Second Amendment gun group, and um, very good, too. has over 44,000 members in Connecticut. Uh, that, that famous Claritas came and spoke before them, and she told them that she was pro-Second Amendment, and then, of course, they found out that she really wasn't, and... Um, we had Leora Levy the other night, and she spoke, and she's clearly second pro-Second Amendment, and uh, she's not politically corrected like that Claritas was. Claritas, her husband, is a, a big executive with Eversource, and um, I'm wondering how she voted when anything came to energy bills in the, in the Connecticut legislature, seeing as her husband is a big executive, whatever source. Anyway, so I'm just encouraging your uh, listeners to vote for that Leora Levy because I think that she would do a better job than uh, that famous Claritas there. All right, Wayne, thank you for that. 860-522-9842. There are races going on. It's just at this time of year, things are... Things are just starting to pop up uh, above the surface and make themselves known. Hey, Todd, Tom had a clip of uh, AOC being all... Oh, yeah, we heard that one. Hey, hey, Todd, the liberals think it's cool that you can barely get a gun in Japan. They don't have any guns. How many illegal aliens are there in Japan, <laughs> and how open are their borders? Anybody got an idea about that? Okay, goodbye. Yeah, that's a good point. Uh, Frank from Windsor, uh, so-called conservatives that call these talk shows and, uh, you know, lay out the constant drumbeat uh, of Bob Stefanowski that he's dull. Are these people really conservatives? I don't think so. I think they're Democrat plants. Uh, they're not doing anything to help Bob, and he's our best shot of beating Ned Lamont. I won't call him the governor, just Ned Lamont. But, uh, you know, they're jumping on a bandwagon. Uh, go, Bob, and uh, let's get off that uh, drumbeat. 860-522-9842. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? 
we make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.